Modern Games on the outside, closing that gap, Dakota Gold and Slipstreamer next, but it's Modern Games. Modern Games will win the juvenile tournament. From scratched to Breeders' Cup champion, the one in Modern Games. What a crazy 20 minutes or so for Charlie Appleby. Talk about a, a second life in this game. All he went through in the starting gates before, and that the crowd is booing because they weren't able to bet on this horse because he was inadvertently scratched. There were these two racing dudes named Aaron and Jared who had to buy some racing and they wanted to share it. Started a website where players go to see all their picks. The goal was make the fans some money and to cut down the risk. They put the plan into motion and at first it seemed silly. Make a website where the expert picks are freer than Willie. From a racetrack veteran to just a beginner. There's one place that you want to go to find you a winner. As a matter of fact, I want to hit the exacta. There's only one Sight, then she'll keep coming back to So next time that the horses all line up at the post Make sure you use the website that'll win you the most Whether Churchill, Oakland, Goldstream Parks, and Matoga And all tracks in between, there's only one side to go to When it comes to your racing needs and all of your bets Plus it's got a catchy name that no one ever forgets RacingDudes.com for all of your needs RacingDudes.com for all of your leads RacingDudes.com for all of your bets RacingDudes.com as good as it gets RacingDudes.com for all of your needs RacingDudes.com for all of your leads RacingDudes.com for all of your bets RacingDudes.com as good as it gets Is in the books, and uh, yeah, we got some stuff to talk about, huh? Um, we we're jumping right into this thing, guys. We got to the we got to the Airbnb as fast as we could after after the last race, which happened to be this year. We wondered why are they putting the juvenile turf to the last race of the day. Well, maybe we know now. Um, yeah, this some some shit's gone down. We uh, how do you guys? Uh, uh, do you anybody want to take this shot of this of like breaking this down? Someone, maybe you didn't watch it. What happened? Um, okay, so the honest answer of what happened, right? Like, started from, like, they're going into the gate. Yeah. And then, and then you know. All horses are in the race. And Twilight Gleaming, the sixth horse, just outbreaks the eight. We're talking about the first, the last Oh, race. you know, you want to talk about the last race, not the turf sprint. Did something happen in the last race? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they get in the gate. They start in the gate. The two horse flips over. And so that creates, obviously... Albar is, Al is the two. flips over, and in that case, that means in California, the horse is automatically scratched. Yeah. Right. Well, then they make a decision, which I think is probably the right one here, to open up the front of the gate for the one horse, so the one horse can walk out of the front of the gate because it's safer for the horse than to go out the back. Right. Well, then California stewards decide to, to... Well, the veterinarian staff decide that we should scratch the one as well as the two. So the two comes off the board, and then the one comes off the board. And because... You know, it's not 2021, and we aren't really technically advanced. We lose all the wagers on the one inside the board. So, uh, basically, the one is scratched, too, by mistake. Yep. And so then the veteran, veterinarians decide, after seeing that, it's okay for the one to run. So then the one gets to run for purse money only, which really screws everyone who had a pick four, a pick five, a pick six. It sucks for the win betters. At least you get your money back, but it sucks for the win betters. It sucks for the double betters because you got $2.70 instead of what would have been a winning daily double. And it, it is just a, a big old middle finger in the face that you get to see the horse air home. That you have to watch the horse win. Probably the most visually impressive uh, you know, win of the day. Right. And, and, you, and you just basically are like, well, that didn't mean anything. Although, although he, if you look at like the Breeders' Cup, he won the race. Like if you go back here ten years from now and you say who won the twenty twenty one 
Juvenile Turf. Modern Games won Juvenile Turf. But you didn't cash on him. You didn't. Ca- I didn't cash on him. No one cashed. You couldn't cash on the horse. It's just, it's insane that the horse was able to even run, and then you couldn't bet on the horse. And you know, if if we're there live, we're right there. We're we're sitting at some tables with like guys paddle and his wife, and we're right there, and we're we're watching. And it's like the one, the two scratches. We know this. Like we've seen it a hundred times. The horse goes up in the gate. You know that horse is out. They let the one out. The horse stops. Fine, whatever. I look over, I'm like, guys, the one, they've got the one scratch now. And then you're like, okay. And then they can, like, five minutes later, Larry Colmas comes on and says, well, the one now is scratched. And then, like, ten minutes later, he comes back on and says, well, now he's going to be able to run for purse money only. And we're like, what is happening right now? So, um, okay, Halterman, I'll go with you because Modern Games is a horse that you made, you know, no bones about like this was a horse that you really liked for uh, for today, and he did his thing. He was awesome, and you unfortunately have nothing to show for it. Yeah, I, I it's it's the most ejected and pissed off or whatever word you want to put that I've ever felt at a racetrack, and it's not even a close second out there. It, it was awful. Uh, you know, we put a lot of work into this when those pre entries come out two weeks ago. You sit there and you watch these replays of these European horses because you guys know when the European horses on the, but their form is very tough to read and it's not very good and we don't really have great data on them. The only way you do it is you got to go through and cycle their replays on YouTube. And this was one I immediately thought uh, this is a horse that's going to have a great chance to win. You can separate yourself. Samich, you talked about this early in the week. This is a race where it's a turf race. A lot of people are going to go deep. They think it's wide open. And really, if you have been paying attention to these replays, if he comes over that race, it's not wide open. He's going to win. And for that to happen was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, and, and the worst part about it is, and you guys that, that bought the guide or our, our product, we're right there single to him in, in the pick four and the pick five, and it would have been a cash. We've got win bets on him. Uh, you, you know, like Samich said, we've got uh, tries and, uh, and exactas where he's singled, or not singled, but he, he's keyed with another horse, Jared's horse. Uh, it, it, it was just... We had to cancel awful. the whole, we had we to had cancel to cancel our bets thing. because it was, there was yeah. literally nothing to bet. And, and it's absolutely ridiculous that it's an accidental scratch, and then, oh, no, he's running, but, oh, we can't put him back on the toe board. So this statement it's, from CHRB, real quick. Prior to the start of the race, number one, Modern Games reared up and hit the back of the gate. Number two, Albier flipped over and became lodged underneath the starting gate. The scratch of number two, Albar, was relayed to the stewards, and that horse was taken out of the ragering pools. Albar appear, appears uninjured, which is great. Glad. That's good news. The veterinarian staff then relayed the second scratch of number one, Modern Games, to the stewards based on uh, initial observation. Steward, uh, CHRB officials said veterinarian, I'm not going to say his name, recommended Modern Games be scratched on the assumption he had broken through the starting gate when, in fact, the assistant starter opened the gate to let him out. The horse was not examined prior to being scratched. That's from Ray Pollock. Well, and let me tell you something. If it was safe to take him out the front, then I'm all for it. Right. Okay, in that situation, get a lead pony over there. Do something, yeah. There was nobody there. He was loose. Now, thank God, he was a very mature horse, and he he didn't run off. He didn't do anything. They just kept him right there, and he was fine. Uh, Because I was sitting by a guy's battle, and he's in the BCBC, and he goes, you know, how much money... Do I need to put? I said, do you want to win it or not? I said, go put $5,000 on him. That's how confident I am on him. 
I think eighty didn't do. I think you put like a thousand, but I which I don't. I had eight hundred to win on. Yeah, but and I don't. I'm not, I, listen, <laughs> great. There, there's yeah. a lot of bullets. You probably shouldn't have done five. I, yeah. I'm speaking out of turn there, but but again, when that happened, he jumped up and he he canceled the bet. Now it wouldn't have mattered, but let's say he would have ran, and you, he didn't have that information. It, to us, it just looked like he broke out of the gate. So that's right. another shit show of a problem that happened that will get ignored because it got worse times ten. Well, the, the really shitty part is the people that got screwed are the betters, right? And it, it consistently happens in horse racing in this situation every where, time. like, it, everyone, I feel so bad for people who had pick fours, pick fives, and pick sixes who ended up with the three horse. And I've had people send me a bunch of tickets where they had the one and the two. Yeah. And all of a sudden they have a dollar pick three to the three horse who's paying shit because yep. they, all of the one and two betters moved to the three. Right. And there's no way to figure this out where you can't have alternates. Where you get like they're half you have to do better. And that's like, that's my thing. Cause I Jared, you like the three, and I didn't hate the three, but the, he was like fifth or sixth on my list. Yeah. And now I'm sitting here stuck with that horse. Yeah. And it's it's absolutely disgusting. And then the, and then the four is the winner, from a paramutual perspective. Even though the one yeah. just airs the field, and that's just the, the I I have never been at a racetrack where you heard universal boos. It was oh, when a horse crosses the It was unbelievable. Like, it is so funny in a year where we talk about will Gamine get booed at Saratoga. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, Bob Baffert Bob wins Baffert the tunable. Won a race yeah. and nobody won a race before. That's how big of a no failure. No one gave a shit. Yeah, that guy wins and, and nobody cares. Yeah. It's just like because of, because of what's happened. And yeah, it's, it's really, it's it's just unbelievable how, how this works. And, and, you know, I'm watching the race and all of a sudden, this horse that I've been waiting two weeks to watch and been excited to watch, the most exciting horse of the day for me to watch, I'm rooting for him to lose because I don't want him to win, and, and I, don't, I know how that's going to feel. He's up the backside. It's like, yeah, he's not traveling that great. Maybe he's just not going to fire. Cover on that turn. I looked at Magic, and I said, this is going to be a disaster because he's winning by multiple lengths. If you told me to start the day that Bob Baffert is going to have a horse that's going to open up because the other two Bob Bafferts didn't try into the first turn, then blocked for him, intentionally hit the 10 around the first turn, yep. and then he rebroke in the stretch, and that wasn't the lead story of this day. Yeah. I, just incredible. Yeah, I mean, nobody's upset about that today. Yeah, <laughs> I, it, it really is crazy. Hey, Mike, it was good to meet you too, man. Uh, yeah. We met a lot of really nice people today, and it was great. And every, this was a great day until that 10th race. It, it's so funny because the last person I met, uh, I, we were talking about that race, and I said, I'm going to be very happy cap camper if that one wins. You know, talking about modern games. Well, the 1-1, one, one. are you a happy camper? Yeah. That's what, what you want. That, I'm looking at the chart right yeah. here. And modern that's exactly one. what I was getting ready to say. The 1-1, one, one, and I've never been so mad leaving a racetrack <laughs> in my life. I mean, that is fundamentally, the when you look at this, and you, you tweeted it out, if somebody's a new better today, and there could there could have been many. This is a Breeders' Cup. Yeah, it was one of the poorly, like the most played days by They're people who never don't generally today. They're never yeah. coming back. Well, I got I got a bunch of texts from people, either DMs on Twitter, from people that said, "What happened? I don't get it." And yeah. that's the problem. It's not easy to explain. You have other people saying, "Can someone explain this to me?" And you have Jeremy Balin on there saying, "I need more than 160 characters to try and explain what just happened." And it's just, it's a bad look, again. Yeah, and the thing you you don't like, even if you. We are in the game. It's like, okay, how much time do you have? We yeah. need to explain this to you. You know, that's oh. the thing. And that, that's a, the, the irritating thing is, you know, yeah, I like to go to gold. I like to go to gold at a price. Sure. Well, that's the other thing. I yeah. had, I, you know, it's oh, like. Is 7-2 is a, like a, a lukewarm <laughs> yeah, no, favorite? Now we're not the favorite of the race. Like, no, I mean, yeah. come on. Like, 
I tried to beat Modern Games. I had Modern Games second. Like, I liked Modern Games. I tried to beat them, but it's like, it, it just, no matter how you wanted to play this race, whether it be like Dakota Gold, the prize, or whatever, it, nothing, nothing worked. You no. couldn't, you couldn't, I mean, I, I'm going to guess, like, 1% of the people that, like, were happy because they had Tesla. I mean, it would have been so fun to come on here and talk about how well the last four races went and that modern oh game there. And we could talk about yeah. how the, the one horse, the Jose Ortiz's ride, I can't remember the name of the horse right now. Pizza Bianca. Pizza Bianca, yeah. who weaved through traffic and like, just made this unbelievable move and was electric. And like, and yeah. then we could make fun of Bob Baffert for a little while and talk about that. Like, And this is now the focus. And it's just like, come on, do better. Just do better. It's 2021. How can you not track the freaking bets on the one horse by now? To re-put the one horse in the pool. There was no reason to scratch this horse. They do it, and then you completely screw everyone over who had any interest in the one. And now, the like, it was just ridiculous. To see the 4-6 up there. 4-6-11 is your try. 4-6 is the exact... Yeah. Like, 4 didn't win that race. Not even close. It, it wasn't even close. No. No. And yet, we have, you know, you, you, you don't get anything from modern games. You have, like, Tis the Bomb, whatever. Um, that's the thing, like... The California, you know, racing board or whatever, like, they, you, you allow, not to go down, like, they allow Corniche and all these, you know, Baffert to run, and it's great job, and then something like this happens, where an international, you know, Appleby comes over with two, obviously, unfortunately, with Albar, like, he, it just happens, and then to scratch modern, I mean, it's just unbelievable, and then for the horse to run, explain to people maybe watching um, that are like, okay, well, why did he even run in the first place? Like, if, if he's scratched, let it, like, just leave him scratched. Or if he's going to run, why is he not running for, you know, for betting purposes as well? Be transparent, right? Just, just say, hey, uh, we opened the front of the gate. We let him through. And the vet wanted to scratch him because he thought he broke through it. He didn't. We're going to leave this up here. It's going to be 10 minutes. Cancel your bets if you want. Don't if you don't. Yep. And let the horse run. The fact that you have a horse running in a Breeders' Cup race for purse money only is freaking ridiculous. It's absurd. It's, it, 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 it's one thing when it happens at Belmont and you have you know a 1 and a 1A and the 1A scratches. You know what? They're protecting betters in that spot. I get that. Because the 1's going to run for purse money only, but you originally bet two horses. You're now only getting one. Your opinion should change in that perspective. Mm -hmm. In this case, you had the one before. You have the one after. Like... It's just, it's, you should not be running for purse money only here. Because, by the way, if the one decided to show speed, he could have completely changed the outcome of the race. Well, absolutely. And that's the other part of it. Like, you, yeah. you have a horse that's not, you can't bet on, but could totally screw over your other bets because of how they run. Yeah. By the way, thank you everybody for tuning in for this. The, the, the numbers keep going up and up. If you're watching this, like it, share it, hit subscribe on YouTube, follow all our videos. We'll be on this again tomorrow night, of course, for live after Saturday's racing and all our videos and you know share it get people on here because I mean we're I, it's just getting going we have a lot to talk about tonight yeah we do yeah and this this is kind of cool Dan mentioned this right now there are international sports books that are paying out on yeah. modern games so depending on where you bet you may or may not pay out make sure you check with your book it sucks how like parimutuel wagering went down though because I mean the pick six was paying thirty six hundred dollars to the one for a dollar the pick five was paying close to twelve hundred dollars yeah. All of these people who had these horses, they got screwed. And there's no other way to put it. And there isn't a single person, myself included, who played Dakota Gold on top in the guide, who said, if I sat there with live, you know, we're, you know, on the guide, we're live in our pick four to the one. Dakota Gold yeah. Yeah. at that point. And I'm like, 
Really? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's great to use as your third, fourth, whatever horse. At, you know, he's a price because if he pays, it's great. But when you're when you're forced to use him and you know that Modern Games is running still, it's almost like you made a comment at, at the track afterwards. You're like, because we know what happened. Like we do know what happened. Yeah, we, we saw it. We watched him run. Well, he literally ran and he beat their asses, and we got nothing for it. And, and the the kick in the balls too is that you have the one and the two out. So not only was the, like the price bet down on the three, the will pays. Every yeah. ticket on the one. Everything. Every ticket on the two all goes to the three. Yeah. It just destroys it. It destroys it. So even if someone had the three, if they let's say you, you singled the three because you felt that was a big opinion, you got screwed. Like it's not just the people. Right, the right, right. Yeah, you took a shot with the three. Yeah. You're like, I'm get a pro-. You're like, no, that yeah. sucks. You're, so two, uh, uh, three things, I guess, to address. I'm, I'm reading the comments while you guys are talking as well. A, a, and TJ says, you know, he, this is why you can't talk to friends in horse racing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, this, you're looking at three of the biggest horse racing fans on the planet, right? I mean, we loved it so much, we started a business. Uh, you know, uh, we look forward to the Breeders' Cup for 364 days a year. The one day we don't look forward to it is when the Breeders' Cup is happening. It, it's unbelievable that we have to sit here and say, you're right. I don't know how the hell you get yeah. your friend into the game. How do you do it? I, what argument can you make to do it? When something like this happens, how are you supposed to, if you were new, or even if you're six months in, and you're just like your first, and by the way, we've met people. We've met people today. It's like, they're new to the game. This is like their first oh, Breeders' well, Cup kind of event. And then something like this happens. Yeah. How do you... you how do you get excited about that? A line I heard a lot today, and, and I, this is great, is I got into horse racing during COVID, and I got hooked on it. I really love it. Okay, so maybe those people will stay around because they've been around long enough and they see it. But if somebody that, hey, I'm going to try horse racing. I've been in it two weeks. I got to this event, and this happened, and I lost out on, like you said, if it was a pick five, $1,000, pick four, whatever, you're not coming back. Well, it's, it's like, I, I get I get to do hits on, like, You Better, You Bet, and these other sports betting shows three times a year. Mm-hmm. This is one of those three times. The, the world's eyes is on horse racing during yep. the Kentucky Derby, right? the Breeders' Cup, yep. and maybe on the Belmont, if you have a triple crown winner. Yep. <laughs> we're just fucking and, and Man, this is well, not going well right we're now. We're not like, doing a great job of it like, right now. The only time the national media really gets interested in horse racing is the derby yeah. you know when, when something happens with that when happened with the derby you know yeah I, I you know we're getting calls to be on serious and the here and here and here because of horse guns i've never went on a, a quote-unquote national show other than uh you know when uh, when our boy patrick had a show other than that i've never went on a national show for anything positive about the sport yeah and and, and we just continue to shoot ourselves in the foot and I, don't know, I saw Ricky was saying we're not being mean enough to California horse racing. But what do you want to say? Well, they actually we're sitting here saying they destroyed the fucking game. Well, I mean, here, what more do you? How how, how much harsher can we be? Here's so. the thing: they followed their rules, and that's part of the problem. Is that exactly is that at this point in, in time we're unable to have the technology in place to be able to unscratch a horse? At this point in time, you have veterinarians telling track officials. To scratch a horse before they know what's going on, like yeah. this is this is a failure in communication. It's a failure in rules. It's a failure in policy. It's a failure in technology. All things that horse racing needs to get better at. All four of them. Yeah, like they, they te- yeah, like you said, they technically the rules. They follow the how rules. They are in place, right? Right. You know, 
Um, one question, uh, the, how loud was the booing? It was loud. Loud. Yeah. And it was almost one of those things that started kind of low and it just kept going and going. And people, as like, it, I mean, it was loud. It, it was you, crazy. There was no cheering after that race this, this This horse was bet down from a 5-1 to one morning line to 9-5 to five when he's walking in the gate. Yeah. There was a lot of money on this horse in that grandstand. And people felt robbed. Yep. People in front of us were like, I had to pick five, and I had this, and this, I had modern games, and now I got, to, I had to play Dakota, you know, Dakota Gold or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Anthony says, after today, I feel like the only thing to help would be multiple. I agree. You know what, guys? You know the bull shots. Halterman has not had one drink today. No, no. he's hurting. I'm hurting. You? That's not true. No, he. Tri- no, I have not. No. Really? No, no. Yes, not today. Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> not today. If Halterman does a bull shot, I will do a bull shot. Uh, well, I'm sure you would, but I'm not doing one. Uh, like I said, I'm just going to say that wasn't the best way to get it. No. That's, that's not good. That was a horrible way to yeah. do it. He's not We have hamburgers I, on the way. You can eat yours if you do a bull shot with me. I'm going to eat mine. I'm fairly, sure, I'm fairly sure it's like at the door. Yeah, I think it's yeah. out there. I think it's sitting out If you want to get your food out there, go for it. It's not out there? No, it is. It's sitting out there. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying. Like, not oh. even sure it's here. Yeah, yeah. Pedlo says don't be a... Yeah. Come on, Pedlo. But it's been sitting uh, outside for a while now, yeah. so... I, I want you to say something. We were walking to the del- our, our, to our car from the, the, the track, yeah. and you said something that really hit home uh, with me, and I want you I want to say it again before we forget it, because we're, you know, we're, we'll have to eventually get on something else. I said, uh, I said, listen, I know why they let them run for first money only. Those owners came all the way up here. They still deserve a shot in the race. It wasn't their fault. And your rebuttal was great. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say it as eloquently as I had because I've, I've had a couple drinks since then. But, but you the, the, the basic point is they chose to screw the better. You, you, they made the decision to say the least important yep. person in this scenario is the race better. We're going to, like, because the owner and the trainer and the jockey, they all get paid out. And I feel terrible. For the ownership group of the two, for Appleby, for the jockey, I think it was the Tory that was on the two. Awful situation. I feel terrible for the group of the one. But the fact of the matter is the people that actually drive the sport are the betters. Yeah. And I get that everyone's like, well, but these owners, they spend a ton of money and the breeds a ton of money. You know what? None of that exists if we don't bet on it. Yeah. And they made the conscious choice to say... Let's let's mess with the better. So yeah, you basically appease a handful of people, the owner, the trainer, the jockey, you know, people involved with the horse, and you screw what makes your game go. Yeah. So yes, well, those have been really diff- difficult conversations to have with those people involved with the horse. Yes, and would I feel terrible for them? Absolutely. Yeah, it'd be it awful. Sucks. But they, they brought the horse from Europe. It's a thousand times better than screwing over tens of thousands of of fans, betters, whatever you get, whatever you want to call. Uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. There's everything. What? But you're screwing your customer. I mean, it's incredible. And again, if if people quit betting, we don't have a game. Yeah. If if there's no money going into betting pools, no one runs yep. races. Yep. Period. The racetrack needs to make money. If they don't make money, guess what? Yep. They're done. Yeah. And and if we're not betting, they don't make money. And so to to continually choose the. I don't want to say that every owner is rich because I think that's a little bit arrogant. There are people who are who get lucky, who try and make a, who have a horse there, but like to consistently choose to not side with the betters is a problem. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. obviously, this we could talk about this all night. Um, it was insane. It was obviously the 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 final race, and it was kind of the after scene. You know, we Jack Christopher scratch out of the last race or the race prior to that, and then. You know, Bob Baffert basically did 
did what he wanted to do there. Um, so it's like that kind of forgot. We kind of forgot what happened there. And this was this is this, you go to this race, you're like, well, it's the juvenile turf, and you like modern games yeah. or whatever. And this is like move on. Then shit got weird. How do you put this race last and this happens? Like the, it's unbelievable. <laughs> like, right? How does that happen? This is what you get for putting this race last. I'm just saying. Um, all right, let's work our way backwards. So we, we, we can touch on that. We can talk about that. I'll go back to it if you want. Let's go over to the race prior, which was the uh, juvenile, of course, the juvenile. And like I said, uh, we find out Jack Christopher's going to be scratching out of this race. That changed a lot of this kind of the, you know, obviously he was the favorite. He drew the rail. He was going to be a, a legit contender to Corniche. Corniche breaks. Obviously, Bob, Bob Baffer kind of does, gets, dictates what he wants to do here in terms of he's got a bunch of horses. And he, Corniche breaks, goes. Gets to the rail real quickly, and Cornish just goes gate to wire. I mean, it was not, it really was, there's nothing special to talk about here. So, so let me get this straight. We're going from getting, the, the betting public getting screwed out of millions of dollars, straight to Bob Baffert winning the juvenile and earning no Kentucky Derby points for it. Wow. Horse racing is on fire right or, now. The, you talk about those two transitions, those back-to-back -back races, as we talk about the back-to-back. -back. It's sickening to think about that. It's, well, this it's, is the Breeders' Cup Friday, and yeah. we went from people got screwed out of millions of dollars, and Bob Baffer won a, won a race, and, and, and his horse can't even run in the Derby or get close. And by the way... And, and immediately got congratulated by the Kentucky yeah, Derby. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, like, Breeders' Cup tweeted out, that, and it was deleted, that, you know, onto the Kentucky Derby? <laughs> yeah. Like, Kentucky Derby tweeted out, like, here, you know... It's already It's like, have we forgotten? Yeah, like, is it not... Is it just... We were, we were sitting there going, what what world is this? Like, what has happened? Yeah. I, I don't know. I well, mean, it's it, insane. It's almost a shame, because I really can't wait to bet against this horse when he leaves California. Echo Zulu, a horse who I'm still not sure can get to, like, get the distance, yeah. was faster yeah. today and was under wraps late. And what was behind him? That's the thing. Like, Badger and I were talking, well, Jerry, I think you were sitting there with us, too. He leaked in that stride a little bit. Well, he rebroke, let's be honest. Like, oh, they all do. Oh, wait, the bathroom? Yeah, but but at the same time... I've never heard of that. No. What was behind him? Nothing. Shit. Yeah. Total shit was behind him. So we still don't know how good he is. I Pop mean, obviously, he, he won. And well, out of that race, I would take the Ten Command performance over anyone. That horse showed speed when he never showed speed before because he knew the situation. He literally got hip-checked by Pinehurst around the first turn. <laughs> had to sit four wide... And, and, like, yeah, it wasn't the best effort, but there, you can make so many excuses for command performance there. I'm more interested in him than anyone else out of that race. I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. I think that horse is a donkey. Well, listen, Way you know, over we, we, we've, this, we've got six years in a row where the winner of this race has gone on to be in the Derby. Now, only one of those won. Um, so, question. I don't, I don't know the answer to this. If that horse changes barns, can he earn points? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. If, if they owner, but but he doesn't get those points. Right. Yes. Yeah. But yes, if he changes barns, he does earn points. So, so how long if you're if you own him? How long are you going down this tomorrow? Yeah. I, well, I'm saying like, how long are you going on? Well, the how about two days ago? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Missed not, the point. What the hell are yeah. you doing? Well, he's not waiting if he's two days ago. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah. that's true. <laughs> yeah, it's different. It's just like, what are you doing? I, I I don't I don't get it. But yeah. So uh, you know, obviously, I get. I haven't looked at it closely. I guess Papa Cap got the points here. I you know, I guess. Does Papa Cap get the win points? 
I don't think so. I think he just gets second. Do you know how bad it is we have to talk about this after just talking about the shit we just talked about? That's like, exactly what I'm saying. I mean, this is this is sad. Yeah. That this is the, the two things we're opening up the show with. In the same year that we had a derby winner get disqualified for getting... I mean, it, it's awful. We gotta give a shout out to Gunrunner, by the way. Papa Gunrunner may have tell you last night. <laughs> the best day. The Gunrunner is pretty good, guys. As a side, guys, Papa Cap did get win points. He got, oh, really? He got ten. Well, yes, he's actually the lead of the leaderboard right now. He's got twelve points. No, that's not win points. Yeah. Wasn't it ten no, points? The win, no. Oh, the, no, this, sorry. The, the, the juveniles like, were twenty. Yeah. Yeah. 20. So, so he, he was second yeah, place yeah, points. Yeah. So right now, Papa Cap, but he is in first in the leaderboard. Yeah. Fan Formers is at uh, has six points. He's in fifth. Uh, but yeah, obviously no Bob Baffert. It's a little early. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no no Bob Baffert uh, horses on the list. So Papa Cap did get the second place points, but he is in first, uh, just above Rattle and uh, Rattle and Roll, Jack Christopher, and Major General at ten points. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it it is funny that Bob Baffert's loving this, right? Because yeah. it's like no one's talking about this shit anymore. Everyone's talking about the controversy in the last race. Yeah. Do you think? I mean, what do you guys? I mean, do you think that? Like, I don't, I don't imagine this is going to go away. Like, do you think Bob Baffert will have horses in the Derby? Yeah. So you think it's just going to... How do you think... How do you think it is? He'll sue like he did at Naira, and he'll get away with it. But then you have, like, well, I made all all these points that I'm not getting counted. I think Magic had a comment. They're going to re- retroactively have to give him points. I really think that's what's going to happen. And I wouldn't think that, but we saw the blueprint, right? Naira said, you're not coming. <laughs> he was there. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, I mean, do you, like... Ah. Uh, at this point, it's it's a crapshoot. Yeah. Who knows? And my, my guess would be you're going to see Bob Baffert at the Derby. Yeah. Because they lost the sample. They ran out of pee. They literally yeah, ran like It's ridiculous. That's the other thing, how it's been handled. Yeah. Oh, yeah. hey, hey, a sport that <clears throat> just had that shit show that just happened, and you, you think the drug testing in the sport's good and solid and everything's up, up on the up and up and they do things right... Are you kidding me? We're trusting this sport to yeah. handle that? Imagine if Car- Carnage pops positive next week. <laughs> That's the only hope. <laughs> like, oh, jeez. All right, one race prior to that, race eight, of course, the Juvenile Phillies turf. And boy, this was, you know, we knew this was a, was a race that was bettable. Obviously, Pizza Bianca was, you know, John made this horse a favorite, but the horse floated way up, went to nine, I think, I believe it was almost 10 to one. I think the way it went off at 10 to one, Pizza Bianca there, yeah, 990. Nine to one, yeah. Um, Pizza Bianca, who was the favorite, who floated up, made one hell of a ride, with, or one run with, with Jose Ortiz on board. Unbelievable run. Just came flying late and won this thing over Malbeth. Malbeth for Ryan Moore. Yeah. And then Hottie, who got, rounded out that try. You know, we were all over this, Haltzman, in terms of the guide. You know, we, we had the second place horse, you know, at a, at a big price. We had third place horse, and, and, you know, we just weren't on Pizza Bianca here, who made a huge run up the, up the uh, kind of inside horses at the rail. Kind of, I mean, really, it was, it was unbelievable. It, you kind of, it was a lot of luck. A, unbelievable skilled ride to wait that long to go. Thoughts on Pizza Bianca? Oh, I, this was a, a magical ride, number one. But a horse also has to be willing to split horses and make a move and have the talent to be able to run down horses from last to first in the stretch of this turf race here at Del Mar. Is, and that's not easy to do. So she deserves a ton of credit. I, th- I thought she was fantastic. Uh, as far as everybody else in the race, you, you know, it all changed when Bubble Rock kind of hopped to the gate yep. and, and, and didn't get out there to set the pace. That allowed the three, Cash It, to be out there kind of 
on the lead, and I thought she was going to take it. Uh, and then I thought Malifoth, Malifoth ran excellent, and I thought Hottie was close to being the best horse in this race. He lost, or she, excuse me, lost all the ground, while the other ones came up the rails. So uh, I thought the top three really, really ran fantastic races here. Uh, this is an amazing race. One of the best videos that I've seen come from the entire day. If you, if you check out Twitter, I, I retweeted oh, this. Yeah. They had Jose Ortiz's uh, cam on his cam on his helmet. Yeah, and you got to see him actually ride the race. The timing, the the patience that he showed to not send until they actually got to the top of the stretch, and then, like Jared said, the luck to then have that hole pop open and the horse be able to go through yeah. it and time it well. It's like he knew, like, okay, listen, I'm gonna get one shot of this, and it's got. I mean, it, basically, it needs to open up. Yeah, I mean, it was it was incredible. It, I mean, it was a wonderful ride, well timed, lucky, but. Like the horse responded and flew home. That was the most impressive move. The horse was in last at the top of the stretch. The yeah. horse was in last. Yeah. Like, it, it, go back and watch the replay and follow the one. It you was go like, from being like, well, that was a shitty favorite. And then you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, yeah, you think you're not even going to hear from her. Right? Yeah. And it's just like, oh. And, and you mentioned Mouth, mouth Ath. Like, that was a huge run, too, been going up the rail. And I agree with you. Howdy ran really well. Howdy was hung five wide. And you have this other horse that saved all the ground, and the other horse that came up the rail, and Howdy was a neck behind. And you think coming off of a three a three week window here, coming off of a maiden, you know, I mean that horse has got room to improve. Can we can we call that the crafty ride of the week? Uh, sure. Can we just bring it on back right now. I thought it was dead. Let's bring it back. Let's bring it on back, baby. After the day, call it whatever yeah. you want. Brought to you by Woodenville Whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> when you're too drunk and you order Woodenville instead of Woodford. <laughs> Anthony says I was a contestant on Beat Bobby Flay. Yeah. He beat me then and today. And you I know, hate Bobby Flay. <laughs> he was also in the BCBC. That's the comment of the year. That's yeah. amazing, ahead, by the way. He, he was in BCBC <laughs> and he shoved on his own horse. That's amazing. He won six hundred thousand dollars and he bred this horse too. Really cool for the sport. Yeah. Like God, this would be a great positive. You have Bobby Flay, who is a breeder, bred this own horse. Yeah. Brings him to the Breeders' Cup, wins six hundred thousand dollars with him. Not like he needs the money. And also shoves in BCBC. This would be a great thing if we didn't have the races that happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if Aaron isn't drinking, where did my $40 go? I'm not paying for Jared's Tinder rubbers. <laughs> oh, shit. I know, right? I'm trying, man. I don't know. Like, I will you, pay, you even gave money, and he's yeah. still in the drinking. So will, he obviously just doesn't care. I'll mispronounce horses for you later. Don't worry. I really hope that that's a true story, that that guy was actually a contestant on Bobby Flay. <laughs> that's hilarious. That's great. Anyways, um, all right, let's go to the race uh, prior, which, of course, Echo Zulu dominated the juvenile Phillies. You know, the question going into the race was, can she get the two turns? What's Juju's map going to do? Hidden Connection, obviously, was proven over two turns. Maybe that's the horse to play. Echo Zulu was awesome. Like, she looked really good. She went, to, I mean, she went to lead. Like, you get that lead. You get those those fractions. No one's going to catch you. So two turns, is it? Is she like a legit two-turn horse for you now? Or was it more like, well, it was like a small field, no one pressured her. Of, of course she's, like if she's good enough, she's going to get it done. She just missed the break. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hidden connection. Yeah. Nowhere. Clearly didn't fire. Yeah. So, so for me, I watched, the, when I originally watched the race, I was like, yeah, I don't buy this. Okay? Because... You didn't have Juju go, so you got this easy lead. She was able to kind of walk up front, be really comfortable. Then you watched the Carniche race, and that made me believe in Echo Zulu more because Echo Zulu was faster yeah. than Carniche. And so now you kind of sit back and you say, wait a second. 
If the Philly ran faster, I kind of have to respect this performance a little more than I did prior to it. And she was a shot out of the gate, cleared very quickly, even even with Juju missing the break. Yeah. Hidden connection didn't break well either. So the, like she got every benefit. But when the time came back, you got to be impressed with the performance. And this is as someone who was against her going into this. Yeah. But the, the time the time compared to the boys is what made what did it for me. Yeah, she's a beast. I really believe that, and I, I get you know the the, the two turn uh, concerns going in. You, you, it's always hard to bet a four to five horse doing something they've never done before, right? So I, I get I get your thought process on it, but uh, you know this horse is just kind of a monster. But to that point, you know we're looking around at the at the quarter pole, or, or I guess the the half mile probably when the second fraction came up, and we're like, this is over. Like, Seven jumps in. So we don't. Well, okay, that's fair too. But we don't. We don't really know, right? We don't know what she is as far as is she a two turn beast? I, I don't know. But this was so easy. Yeah. Was, there was there was this was no contest. Yeah, it was. But you know, she was. She certainly is. Uh, she's very very good. Like whether it be she's a two turn monster, or she's I mean obviously she proved today that she can be very very good. Uh, she pulled away down the stretch and was fantastic, and I used Juju. Yeah, I mean yeah, it's one of those things that you know you if you like hitting whoever you were betting, you watched that performance, you thought wow that yeah. was that was good. She got everything her own way, but she did nothing wrong. Hmm. Like you can't you can't you can't blame her for Juju not breaking, for yeah. hidden connection not breaking, and that. I wish that Hidden Connection and Juju both broke so we could have seen how this actually played out. But you can't say that it's Echo Zulu's fault they didn't break. She ran a really good race and was would have been the most impressive performance today yeah. if it weren't for Pizza Bianca, who I thought was the most impressive. Speaking of most impressive performance, maybe a horse that we thought would be the most impressive, at least you did, Samich. I know you, were at, you pounded... Uh, Averly Jane in the fir- day, in the first race, I should say, of the Breeders' Cup today. The Juvenile Turf Sprint, of course, a race that's been dominated by uh, Wesley Ward. It's been dominated by horses that go to the gate or go to the wire first and, or get in the lead first, and then they go, and then they just, you, can't, you never see them again. All you see is their asses the whole way around. I think you're saying the speed does well in this race. Yes. <laughs> okay. Once again, yeah. And we were right. Yeah. We just were yeah, not right about the horse that would do it. It was not Averly Jane. It was her stablemate, Twilight Gleaming. I mean, let's be honest. Like it wasn't shot. Like we knew it was one of those two horses that would get the lead. It's Wesley Ward. The, they're very quick fillies. Not shocking. No. But you looked at it. and You're like, well, I think Averly Jane is going to be the faster of the two, and that's kind of the reason why you play that horse. And then you, the gate breaks, and you're like, uh oh. Yeah, it's, it's not Averly Jane. As someone who bet three thousand dollars to win on Averly Jane, <laughs> yeah, let's get uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was definitely no shit moment when yeah. I read Ortiz is like this, and Tyler Gaffione is like this, yeah. <laughs> and I read Ortiz is two lengths in front. You're like, oh, this is not good. Yeah. And they and they go twenty one and change. So anyone who's not on the lead, if you're two, three, or four, you're screwed. And you saw a bunch of horses try and fly late. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that we were running this at five furlongs instead of five and a half made a huge difference this year. Yeah. I think if this was Keeneland last year, yeah, I think Twilight Gleaming does yeah. not get home. It's beat. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was, it was interesting to see that as well. But I, look, wrong ward. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah I, 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 everything else is right. That, that If you look back at the fractions, if you look at the time for numbers, if you look at all the different pace projectors, the eight was supposed to get there. And yeah. Averly Jane was not as fast, enough, as fast as Twilight Gleaming today. I don't know if she just didn't kind of break 
well, and so the other one got up on top, and they were just like, well, back off, you know, a little bit. I, but I know we were watching this together, and it's like, we, even though we were like, come on, Avery, you can do it. Yeah, like, you do. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like, oh boy, that's, they flip-flop positions. <laughs> and so, and so, you know, that's, that's just what happened. But yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm shocked that the horse didn't get to the lead. I really am. Well, me too. I mean, you look at, it's like, yeah, twenty one forty four consistently, and you see twenty two forty five from uh, Twilight Gleaming. Yeah, you expect that Averly Jane makes the lead, and you thought that that one timer was the one that was going to yeah. press, and one timer does press Twilight Gleaming. Yeah, but Averly Jane is sitting there back and forth, and yeah. you know, and and I know as no someone position. you love the one. Yeah, and we're watching the race, and and uh, what a quarter mile in, you're like, this is screwed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. we're, the one's we're, way too close. Sitting, to this. Yeah. sitting in yeah. third, twenty one three, like. Yeah, it's trouble. Hey, I like seven and then never ran a step. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's just tough. I think Dairy Nane is going to be a good horse. You think so? Yeah, I think, yeah. I'd like, if you watch that horse's replay back, the horse was in second to last or last, kind of had a rough break, yeah. rushes up, was in that, that massive a photo for third place. I, I think Dairy Nane's the one I'm interested in out of this. Yeah. I mean, it is funny that it was like you, the race ended and you're like, well, the trend was right. That we were totally wrong. You know, it is yeah. it is one of those things. You know, you, you were all over the race, like you say, like you made a big wager for all the right reasons. Just wrong horse. Just the wrong horse. Yeah. Well, that's part of horse racing. Like you're going to be wrong sometimes, and yeah. you you, you want to be right more than you're wrong, obviously, from a financial perspective. And look, I was too deep in that race. I was six eight. I just happened to bet the wrong horse to win. Right. All right. You Sometimes know. you're right and you still lose in horse racing. We found that out today. Yeah, well, you were, you know, I mean, everyone, there's a lot of people that were right today on Modern Games, and guess what? Aaron yeah. hit the late pick four. Yes, congrats. And lost. Yeah. Every one of his horses crossed the wire first. Mm-hmm. Late pick four and late, and late pick five. I think that's, I think that's the worst, right? That the fact you, that you had that, to watch it. That you would have, that we, you know, we, you, whoever you, whatever you had, and you were live you were alive to modern games. You're like, yes, modern games needs to get home and catch this. Yeah. And then you find out that you have to get Dakota Gold <laughs> home. Yeah. And you have to watch modern and games. And you have win. to watch modern <laughs> games beat that yeah. horse's ass. And, you, and it's just like, oh my oh, gosh. Yeah. That, it's one thing if you're like, it's, you know, we all do it, right? We're like, well, I think the one would have won that. If they would have scratched it. It's, but now you actually you know, saw you know, it happen, yeah. and you're like, yeah, he did. It really is the most like the most depressed I think I've ever been, watching a race. Because, <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, yeah, seriously, it's, I, like, I, it's just like, I did so much homework on that horse. Oh, I've never so been bad. at a racetrack where they booed. Never. No. no. Like, I've been at basketball games. I've yeah. been at hockey games. Never been at racetrack. Yeah. Where the like universal booing. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Keep it moving here. All right, all right. So that's a recap of uh, anything. Uh, any final thoughts on on Friday that you guys? Anything on, on the card? Anything that you know? Triple tap one. I guess that was impressive yeah. oh, earlier yeah. on the card. Um, yay, Bob Baffert won a few races today. Turf sprinting. You want speed. I think you want to come from off the pace. Two turn turf races. You don't want to be on the lead. So tomorrow I'm going to be playing closers on the turf, going two turns. Turf sprinting. You want the lead. I thought the dirt was actually pretty fair. Seemed it. I thought you just had favorites win races on the lead, and so I think people may decide that the bias is towards speed, but I think that was more of just the better horses were on the lead than anything else. You know, I, I think speed bias sometimes really gets overplayed because we talked about this, some, like, uh, I, I, remember, I think it was not yesterday, but a couple days ago, Chalk usually has speed. That's why they're the favorite. Exactly, yeah. and so, 
you go, oh, they're winning gate to wire. Well, most horses, that's what they want to try to do. So I, I think that kind of just becomes a natural thing that people try to say. But like I said, when you mentioned triple tap, that horse came from way out of it. So mm -hmm. I think you could do either or on, on the dirt for sure. All right, so let, yeah, obviously a big day of racing tomorrow, Saturday. We're not going to go through every single race. You know, if, you, if you're listening to this show, chances are you've been to the website, you've either watched a preview, maybe you uh, bought the guide. Any of those work. We have all the information you need at racingnews.com, but let's go through the last three, right? The, the late you know, pick three, the distaff, the turf, and, of course, the classic round things out. So let's kind of give our thoughts and picks real quick on these last three races. We'll kick things off with the distaff. Eight to five on Latruska. I, I know how. I think I know how we feel. What? It's just like I don't even want to like. I'm so disheartened. It's like, oh my gosh, we got a handicap now. You know what I mean? It's like I'm not even in the mood, really. It it it's like. What if we beat Latruska, but they let her win anyway. You know what I mean? It's just like, what did she finish the second? But the worst that we beat her with. Is a you know non-starter or whatever. But let's be honest though, I'm gonna bet tomorrow. Mm -hmm. This yep. I, and a lot of people are gonna bet tomorrow. So let's let's yeah let's. Hey, Doctor Tang, good yeah. to, it was yeah, great it to was, meet you today. Finally, it was yes. Uh, Very yeah, I mean we are diehards and we uh, you know we just keep going. Yeah, we will all pass out very hard later. Yeah. Uh, but until then, we're going to keep going. Yeah. Well, well I'm going bed early tonight, Dr. Tang. And I, you know what, Dr. Tang? I'll have a beer with you tomorrow. <laughs> I just couldn't today. <laughs> uh, someone says, for the love of Christ, somebody pour Halterman a drink. Yeah, I wish. We tried all full shots. No. <laughs> Not today. You know, the thing is, it, he... I think he's just getting old, guys. Yeah. Because he just didn't even have much to drink last night still. <laughs> yeah. You should have seen his face when Magic turned the car this morning. Oh, I thought I was going to throw up. Magic is a herpy-jerky driver, is how I would describe it. So I might throw up if I was sober. Yeah, he's an awful driver. Ricky brings up a good point. Look, we're all going to be back here. We want to keep betting. We love the sport, but we also enjoy betting on it. Yeah. So, let's bring it into the But the problem is, we're all going to die one day, and there's not going to be any more left, because nobody's new is coming to the sport. So, sure, everybody on this chat and everybody at this table, yeah, we're going to be there tomorrow, but... Growing the game is going to get trickier and trickier. I agree with that, but what can we do? So on to this race, I picked, Super happy. I picked She Dares the Devil. It's a positive guy, yeah, very right positive. Now. How can it not be, though? That's the thing. I think this is what people need to hear, honestly. Because I, I think everybody feels the same way we do about this. For the first first time, well, not first time ever, but usually uh, a horse show, everybody's got different opinions. I think the whole community is feeling like we're feeling. There's a lot of people who are pissed off, and, and they right, should be. rightfully so. Yep. Yeah. So I, I, I get that I'm being negative, but it's hard to be positive tonight. But if we're going to talk about this race, I think She Dares the Devil is going to run a big one here. I really do. I've got confidence uh, that, that Cox will have this horse ready to roll tomorrow. I think they pointed to this race all year. I think she's going to run really well, and I think Latruska will get softened up enough that somebody's going to beat her tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, you and I are on the same horse here. We both like She Dares the Devil. I definitely think Latruska private mission is going to soften up Latruska enough, I think, to where this makes this race somewhat interesting down the stretch, which, you know, She Dares the Devil, who's been very a very true horse, especially this year, is going to keep coming. It's going to keep coming. Whoever that is, maybe it's Malathot, maybe it's She Dares the Devil, maybe it's Royal Flag. I feel like there's going to be enough, she's going to be softened up just enough to where someone's going to be able to, you know, you got to remember, too, like Latruska's had a hell of a campaign. Yep. Just a lot, and then she gets into this race with, you know, her toughest, you know, challenge yet, and 
she's answered every call. No matter win, lose, whatever, she's gonna win. I think she'll win. The uh, you know the older female horse. Oh, you know, sure. that, like the, that's locked up. Yeah. But I, I just think there's enough going against her here that you can play against her. Her campaign's incredible. Since December 2020, she's won a graded stakes at seven tracks. Yeah. She's won a Gulfstream, uh, Sam Houston, Oakland, Belmont, Churchill, Saratoga, and Keeneland. That like amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. She's up against it here. You know who has the fastest early time form figure? It's actually Horologist, who's in the seven post outside of her. Private mission sending from the one hole. Mm-hmm. Latruska is going to be stuck in a three-way pace battle tomorrow. Two-way, like, fine. Maybe someone doesn't break. Maybe someone clears. Three-way is a problem. And Latruska, the last two races, to me personally, looks a little worn down. It looks like she's starting to to not be what she was earlier in the year. And you've got some really good horses in here. I I respect She Dares a Devil. I think She Dares a Devil is probably going to be a little too close to it. I have fallen in love with Malfat this week. This horse, when when given a target, runs big. Yeah. And she's going to get a target in this pace, early pace figure. You're getting 4-1 to one on her right now in the morning line. I think she's got a huge chance. I also said this is Chad Brown's best chance to win a race this weekend. I think with Royal Flag and Dunbar Road, both of them are going to get the pace to run into. I, I think this is a great place to take a shot. Um, a bull shot. <laughs> you should take a bull shot. <laughs> Nick says, if she dares the devil wins, won't she be female horse of the year? She beat Latruska twice. Now, that is an interesting... And you and Brad Cox would agree with that because he mentioned the same thing earlier this week. So, yeah, I mean, I get it. Latruska's been so good all year. I, that's a tough one. I say no. Because the campaign that Samich laid out is... It's, it's amazing. It's really, really, really good. And she dares the devil's been good, but they've kind of picked and chosen those spots. They haven't really danced all the big dances, you know. So... I get the argument, though. Uh, I, I do think it, it, it will be, become a debate. I, another thing would be, like, what if Latruska is, like, eighth, and then she dares the devil wins. That could swing it as well. We'll see. Um, I'm still going to say Latruska. I mean, what if Malifat wins? No, she's... Ashland, Oaks, Alabama, Distaff. Yeah, she's three-year-old of the year. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the older, though. <laughs> she's not older, so... so... You can't give her older, too? <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> Come she, on, she, she'll win three. Yeah, yeah she'll win upgrade three. Upgrade. She's got that long time. This is too. bullshit. I think, I think if she runs last, she's still three old the year. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to give her the older two. I believe. Give it all the mouth fat. Some people thought if if Latruska won this race, she could she would be horse of the year, which to me is insane. Yeah, I don't think that's possible. Um, um, I think you, if you want to win horse of the year, you need a runner in the classic. Well, who's the horse of the year right now? Before tomorrow. Before tomorrow. Yeah. Probably Nixco. Yeah. So let's say Nixco runs eighth, and Latruska wins. Who well, wins though? It depends on who wins the classic. Yeah. If it's if it's uh, essential quality, he'll be worse than the yeah. Year, okay. Right? Let's uh, let's go with Max Player. Max Player. Latruska's got a shot if that happens. Yeah. 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 I don't think she's gonna get it, but I think she's got a shot. There's certainly a, an angle there that you could make. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Nixco's gonna air. We'll get there. That <laughs> yeah. Second. But anyway. <laughs> um, all right. Let's go to the turf next up. Of course, we had news yesterday with number three domestic spinning being scratched. Not a good two days for Chad Brown with these scratches, but best, domestic spinning. Charlie Appleby. Oh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Not a good day for Charlie Appleby. So far. he got his money. He didn't get our money. Yeah. He doesn't care. He don't give a shit. Like our money. 
Brought my horses over. One one uh. there. Um, but no, Tarnawa looks to repeat here. Not your nine to five morning line favorite. Of course, like I said, no domestic, so you don't have that threat. She's obviously the logical winner here, Halterman. You are a Tarnawa fan, as I am as well. Yep. What do you think? I think we could be kind of overanalyzing it. I think at the end of the day, she's just a little bit better than the, these horses. And that's not a knock on the field. I think it's a really good field. Uh, I really thought the only horse that might be able to beat her was scratched, and that was domestic spending. And listen, you've got good ones in here. You've got world-class trainers uh, you know, coming in from overseas. We've got some strong horses over here locally as well. End of the day, though, I just think she's just a little bit too talented for this for this group. I went to Arnava. Thumbage? Um, I, I ended up putting Tanawa on top, and it's a very lukewarm on top for me because of the price in the post. Yeah. The 9 to 5 and the 13 post are the biggest problems for me. If, if I was going to say what, what horse do I think is the best value in this race, what horse am I actually going to most likely bet, it's the 8 Broom, who's sitting at 20 to 1. His, yep. Broom's best efforts are over a firm turf in Europe. You're going to get the firmest turf he's ever had here. I like the price. I'm a little concerned because Broom generally is more forwardly placed. Um, and with Channel Maker now drawing in due to the scratches, you're going to have a little bit more speed early. You have Acclimate, who's definitely going to show some pace early. But then I look at like Modern Games today, who, uh, by the way, ran guys. I don't know if you knew that. Um, but Modern Games had showed pace in Europe, and today sat off the lead. And sat off the well, lead. They didn't care. They were just like, we're not running. I mean, yeah, we're just going to. But that. Yeah, nothing to lose. This is a very good, good time to just try something new. Yeah. But that specific trip <laughs> is what I think that you could end up seeing carved out for Broom. Gets Frankie DeTori back. Best time form numbers. All with Frankie DeTori. All on firm turf. 20 to 1, I think, is a really good price. I respect the hell out of Tanawa. But the 9 to 5 in the 13 post is, is where I have an issue with it. Um, it, so for me, I, I'm just going to try and take a little bit more of a swing. Well, real quick before we move on, uh, 20 to 1 on Broom. What do you think you actually get tomorrow? 13. That's why I, I was going to say 12. Yeah. I, I, I think you're going to get double digits. And, uh, you will. Yeah. And I, I think in the multi-race yeah, wagers, you're going to get more like yeah. 20 to 1. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely, he, I guess, is certainly a value um, in terms of that goes. And Tarnala, if, I mean, because what, I mean, what do you think you're going to get at Tarnala? Well, with uh, no domestic, six or seven to five, I'd say. Mm, I disagree. I think you get five to two. How? Because we got ten to one in Dubai Legend before you had the scratches because yeah. of the fourteen posts. You saw people kind of ran like a ten to one shot, though. Yeah, <laughs> yes, but you saw people completely yeah. avoiding the horse due to the post. Yeah, okay. and so I wouldn't be surprised if you see five to two in Tanawa because there yeah. are like Tiona is getting, and I, I'm personally against. I don't know about you guys. Tiona is getting a ton of buzz. I think there's no way that horse goes off at six to one. I think yeah. Gufo takes money. I think Ivier takes money. Sisyphan, I think, should take money. Sisyphan. There's Sisyphan. There's enough <laughs> horses in here that I think you're going to see some money come in, and I think it's going to push the price up. I never thought, even on, on the uh, eight horse that I love today, I can't remember the name because it's on one right now, but that horse went off at nine to five. <laughs> Averly Jane. Averly Jane should not have been nine to five in that race. If you think she's making the lead, she should have been four to five. And so I feel like you're going to get, in these bigger fields with these monster pools, you're going to get a natural little little bump up on those prices, and I think you're going to see that tomorrow on Tanawa. We'll see. Uh, I think, obviously, Tanawa makes a lot of sense here. You, we, you know, Halter and I are definitely playing her in the, uh, in the wagering guide, but you know, I think it makes sense to try to, whether it be underneath, uh, or if you're playing multis, to try to be her um, user. But try to you know try to beat her and make some money with some of these other ones. All right, the main event, of course, the classic. Field of nine in here, Medina Spirit. 
Your main, your main contenders, Medina Spirit, uh, I guess you can throw our collector in there, Nick's Go, Essential Quality, Hot Rod, Charlie. Those are kind of your main shots here. You know, it really come, starts in, and ends with Nick's Go, the five horse. It, he'll, he'll go to the lead. It's kind of a matter of what kind of contested lead he might get and how far he can go. But I think we all at this table, I believe, agree that it really starts and ends with him. Yeah, I mean, I, look, Nixco hasn't lost going two turns with Brad Cox Barn. Nixco is probably the fastest horse in the world right now around the turn. And I think that really makes a difference because Nixco is able to open up in the first and second turn, make it really hard for the competition. What this race comes down to is do you think that Medina Spear can press Nixco naturally without really having to shove, yeah. right? And if the answer is no, then Nixco is going to be really hard to beat here. I don't think he can. If, if Medina Spirit is able to naturally run with Nick's Go, then it's going to make it hard for Nick's Go. Yeah. Personally, I believe Nick's Go is just naturally faster than Medina Spirit, and I also believe that it's in Medina Spirit's, Spirit's best interest not to press Nick's Go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because if Nick's Go is able to run comfortably and Medina Spirit runs comfortably right behind, Medina Spirit's going to be tough in the stretch not to get second. Yeah. And if Medina Spirit decides, well, I'm going to shove, if Velasquez and Baffert say, go, 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 Medina Spirit's more likely to run last than second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and so to me, that means that Nick's Go gets loose. If Nick's Go gets loose, good luck running this horse down. Because 110 is cruising. This horse is comfortable going 110. And then you have essential quality 10 to 15 lengths back at 112. That's a really tough thing to close in. Mm -hmm. And yeah, Nick's Go's never gone a mile and a quarter, but Nick's Go's look pretty comfortable going a mile and an eighth. I think the big thing with with Nick's go, and we're not we're saying we're saying the track is playing fair, but it was nice to kind of see a couple of gates wire winners with trips that looked similar to what we think Nick's go is going to do. Be like, yeah, that's going to be that just a little bit further for him. So I think he's in. I think he's. I'm not going to call him a lock, but I think he's close. I really do. The more you look at it, it's just uh, I just can't see a way he loses and. Uh, it, yeah, it goes back, and Jared, you said it two or three weeks ago on the show, Medina Spirit, when he faces a good speed horse, has never pressed that horse. So why is he going to do it tomorrow? It was, Nick's go is an elite cruising speed horse. Correct. And, and Medina Spirit is good, yeah. Yeah. But, but Medina Spirit was slower than life is good. Medina Spirit deferred to rock your world. Yep. Mm -hmm. Nick's go is better than both of them, right? Can we yep. say that? Like, Yeah, slightly. Yep. Yes. And I think a people a couple people in chat saying if Medina Spirit wins, wow, that's going to be bad for horse racing tomorrow. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of people like I'm done with this for a while. Well, one of the things we also have to note is like it's really interesting to look at the double payouts. Yeah, essential quality is going to be the favorite it, as it, of right now. If yeah, you, if you believe in the doubles, that that's going to hold. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So one of the uh, questions here: If will they boo? <laughs> No, I don't think they'll boo at all. No, I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. The, yeah. You know, out here at Del Mar, they just don't. Um, <laughs> what if he runs for first? <laughs> <Yeah. only? laughs> they will boo him. Yeah. Then they'll be booing because then the better's money yeah. is at is is in that hand. You right. know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. We don't give a shit if it's not. It's yeah. Yeah, whatever, you know. We're fine I, with that. Yeah. yeah. I picked yeah, him, so it's yeah. fine. I played him. Yeah. Um, no, I don't think they'll do it all unless you guys for first money only, and then we got other shit to talk about. That'll yeah. be a fun podcast tomorrow if he wins. Uh, no, I, I, that's my, been my whole, my whole thing all along. It's just like, well, Medina, especially drawn outside Nick's go, if he tries to go with him, he's just going to get buried. And it, what? Don't worry about it. You're right. Medina's spirit. 
will get screwed. He, he won't. He'll finish last yeah. if he tries to go with Nick's go because he won't make the lead. He'll be hung two wide, going one ten, mm-hmm. and it's going nothing but bad stuff. Which is the whole reason why I think you don't send if you're Baffert in Velasquez. Yeah. Yep. So make the case. <laughs> make the case. I love, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask Samich this. Make the case for how Hot Rod Charlie wins. Um. <laughs> okay. First off, dick move. Uh, secondly, <laughs> uh, so the case would be blame Nick. He brought the question up. I wanted. To... I, honestly, Hot Rod Charlie will get the best trip of any horse in here if Medina Spirit and Nick's go hook up, and they both stop, and Essential Quality runs for purse money only. Then Hot Rod Charlie has a really good chance of winning this race. The problem with Hot Rod Charlie is. Look, he, he's lost to Medina Spirit. He's lost to Essential Quality. He's not as good as Nick's go. So he needs a situation where all three of those horses somehow get compromised. And Nick's go and, and Medina Spirit can compromise each other. But then you have Essential Quality, who's the best of the closers. So even if he gets first jump on Essential Quality, he then has to hold off Essential Quality, which, oh, by the way, he's not good enough to do at a mile and a quarter. And so it, it's just a situation where Nick's, and I've been saying this all week, Hot Rod Charlie, to me, is 80% to finish in the money. Mm-hmm. Between 2 and 5% to win the race. Yeah. Because yeah. everything has to go perfect to win the race, but he is a Johnny Tryhard, awesome story, great horse, who is good enough to run to be a bridesmaid, but it's really hard to be the bride. Yeah. Okay, I can make a case for him, because I do think I do think we've seen him progress. I think we've seen him go head-to-head to head with the central quality down the lane, where it was just those two horses. And he battled him, and it was close. It was a mile and a half, and what if it was a mile and a quarter? Maybe he held on, maybe he didn't. Who knows? His case is what you said. Hot Rod Charlie will get the perfect trip in this yeah, race. He should. If Nick Sko gets pushed. Yeah. And so if that happens, yeah, he can. he's going to take over at the top of the stretch. He's going to be your leader at the top of the stretch if Nick Sko gets pushed and starts to fade. And it'll just be, it's him versus essential quality. And can he outkick him this time? Yeah. So there is a case. There's a path for him. But he, he needs a lot of help. That's that. Yeah. He can't make his own race. No. And that, that's the problem. And so, like, when you think about this, and you think about, like, hey, this is a good, in my mind, cold exacta, cold yeah. trifecta race. Yeah. If it, Play the, the cox horse you like the most on top. Play the other cox horse in yeah. second. And play Hot Red Charlie in third. Yeah. And I mean, I'd even go further and say, if you don't, because I, I think Nick's go is an all or nothing. Yeah, I do too. See, Patricia. He either... Great thinking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like I, think I, I think that that's... Because I don't... You can depend on all those. If, yeah. Now, if if you want to play EQ on top, don't even use Nick's go. Because I just feel like he's not... He's If he, yeah. if he throws it in, two other horses are going to pass him. If you, if you want to go for value, what you do is you toss Medina, you toss Nick's go, and you put like EQ over Hot Rod Charlie over Max Player and a couple other horses that could close. Yeah. yeah. And try and try and blow up a try that way. That yeah. would be the other way to do it. You could even just play EQ over Hot Rod Charlie as an exacta. Yeah. And because then you're assuming that you're going to have these two speed horses cook each other. This is what is left. And that could be a good play, a good straight exacta that would probably right. pay 20 bucks, 25 bucks. So there's a, a couple of uh, questions, and I saw one I wanted I wanted to get uh, you guys' take on this. Uh, with Nick's go, uh, the distance. We've heard that a lot. It, it, and I think Nick, you may have said that you're kind of worried about the distance, or, or you're making a case for or Charlie. Maybe Nick's go doesn't get the distance. I think there's a one percent chance he doesn't get the distance tomorrow. I, I think he can run all day. It's just the pressure is going to be the key. Like you watch those mile and eight races, he can go mile and a quarter. 
He's but not struggling. He's geared down at a mile a minute. Yeah, I mean, like the, the last quarter shouldn't be an issue. And I get it. I absolutely get that people are like, well, you know, maybe. But it's just it, when you watch those races, it just doesn't seem like he's going to struggle with it. But he, you know, where how he will struggle with it. If he goes 22 and 44 and gets yeah. pressed, then he will. You remember when uh, we didn't think he'd get a mile and an eighth? Yeah. Right. Because that happened multiple yeah. times. And yeah. how'd that go? And well, I remember going in the Pegasus. Yeah, yeah that was exactly. Well, I don't know, he can't get a mile and an eighth. Yeah. Oh my God, he dominated. He, he got it by two plus lengths. Yeah. Like, yeah. in hand. Yeah. And he hasn't lost a race in going in two turns with better yeah. like you said. So it's just, I mean, it's hard, yeah. to, it's hard to think otherwise, really. Yeah. And the only race that he's lost over a mile during that time was the Saudi Cup where Charlatan mm-hmm. took it to him. Mm-hmm. I had more more question marks coming into the Pegasus about him uh, getting that distance than I do now. Now it's like, he's going to get it. Uh, I would just be shocked if he if he runs and he's two thrillings ahead on the backside and they turn for home and he, he just stops. I would be shocked if that happens. Yeah, I just, I will, I mean, this obviously he's going to be having to hold off the best horses he's had to face ever mm-hmm. in terms of going this kind of race, well, you know. He's going to have to go to, he's going to have to hold off EQ. He's going to have to hold off Hot Rod. He's going to have to hold off Medina, Max Player, whatever, you know, yeah. go Art Collector, whoever the horses you like. Like, this is, it might, something like top to bottom, well, at least the top five, it's a very, it's a very solid, deep field. Well, you bring up a great point. The best horses he's beat this year are your favorite horse, Maxfield, mm-hmm. yep. and Independence Hall. Yeah. Guess what? They're not good. No. Like, they're just not good. They, they, they aren't. And so this is going to be a class test in that sense where he's going to have to beat horses that he is – like, this, this caliber has not been what he's faced. The problem, the problem is – I agree, but the problem is he hasn't really even been close to losing. He didn't really try. Yeah, so I mean, that's the other thing. You know, it's like if he was all out and they rode him hard and they were whipping the shit out of him in the Whitney, it's like, okay, that's a red flag. I, and that's, I guess, going back to what I kind of mean – there's no red flags about this horse distance-wise. I've, I've said it once, and I'll, I'll, I've said it a million times. Like, you'll know. Yep. We'll know if he's going to win the race. You'll know if you can go cash your BCBC ticket when they hit the backstretch. Give me five to two. I will shove. You'll, you'll know. Right. Because if he's got, if he's just cruising and no yeah. one's pressing him, then just start walking to the, go start to walk to the, get, you know, to the, yeah. uh, to the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if, if he's, if he's not in the lead, well, God forbid, and if he's getting pressured by Medina or whatever, you'll know, yeah. you know? So it's, it, he's, that's what, that's what I love about that horse is like, you kind of, he kind of tells you, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Well, this, this is an interesting comment from Nick here. Let's just say for some reason, Nick's doesn't break and Hot Rod gets position on Medina's spirit. Can he wire them? Uh, Hot Rod wasn't able to break outbreak Medina Spirit in the Derby. Mm-hmm. I don't think Hot Rod's fast enough to compete with Nick's Go and Medina Spirit without all-out riding. I, I mean, I, under this scenario, he could win, but I don't think it'd be Gage Wire. I agree. Yeah. I think his best idea or best chance would be to sit right off Medina, and you could probably beat Medina Spirit, you know, at the top of the stretch and get by him, and then hope essential quality doesn't come running. I mean, that's his thing. But I think to you, to that point, Nick, I, I do think something like he doesn't, if we're going to look at it from a sports term, he doesn't control his own destiny, right? He Can he, like, you, if it's like an NFL team and they're 7-7 seven and seven and they need to win two games and this other team lose a game to get in. Yeah. That's, that's essentially Hot Rod Charlie. He needs help. But if he gets it, he certainly is good enough to take advantage of it. All right, yep, yeah, that's, uh, that's a... 
nice little solid preview for tomorrow. Obviously, the racing surely. Oh, here's a question. Um, what will the odds be of Gamine tomorrow? What are you expecting on Gamine? Which is obviously going to kick things off in, on the Breeders' Cup racing tomorrow in the Philly Mare Sprint. Before you answer, so we go to Baffert winning yeah. Yeah. to this controversy and the next Breeders' Cup race is going to be. So go ahead. I can't I wait for it. I can't. I love this sport. Go ahead. And she'll win. Yeah. Gamine will be. Medina will win at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. Medina wins, this, like, just burn it down. Gamine will be two to five, maybe one to five, and uh, honestly deserves to be at this point. Um, the problem with that race is it's just Bella Sophia. Mm -hmm. Who else is beating her? No one. And in Bella, so in a five-horse field, Bella Sophia is going to be two to one, yeah. and Gamine's going to be two to five. CC should be like ten to one, and that'll be it. And like maybe yeah. you just play cold try there. Yeah, good. It's. I mean, she's. I like Art Collector. Low. I do. Underneath, though. Not on top. No way, right? Yeah, but I don't think our collector can win, but I think our collector can take a, take a slice. He's in a tough situation because he's like, if he wants to his, if he wants to do his thing, he's going to have to go with... He's kind of Hot Rod Charlie. Yeah. He's Hot Rod Charlie Light. He's Medina. He's, so there's a lot of... That's the thing. There's a lot of horses in this race that are kind of similar in terms of yeah. the way they win a race is by going out to the lead or being very quick, and you've got a horse like Nick's going there that's kind of going to say, well, hang on. You're yeah. going to have to yeah. go behind me here. So, who's going to want to finish the best? We'll find out. Again, we'll be at the track again tomorrow. <laughs> Samich will be betting all day, of course, in the BCBC. Um, if you haven't, I don't know what you're waiting for, go get the wagering guide at racingnews.com. 30-page wagering guide, of course, includes all the racing tomorrow as well. So, even if you miss today, you're still going to get some action. Yeah, I don't know. All right, can you hear us? Um, Jared's frozen. Oh, we're back. We all were. That's <laughs> all mine, yeah, we were all gone. gone. Oh, no, I was still moving. Oh, okay. Um, we're all on the same internet, so I don't understand. Um, <laughs> but no, uh, all the information, all the racing tomorrow, go get that, racingdudes.com. Go to the products page to get more information on that. Uh, final thoughts, guys, before you lead, uh, lead these people and we get something to eat? I'm glad that Magic is almost home. I was a little worried about that. So I, that's good. Yep, just mm -hmm. time to go to bed and yep. get back up and come back tomorrow. Final thoughts? Today was a shit show. <laughs> I'm excited for tomorrow anyway. And that's why I'm a horse racing fan. Yeah. Just, just, I am a sick person. Drive the, yeah. I'm going to drive today home. No, though. seriously, that's it though. I'm, I'm, I wish we could do better. We should be able to do better. We're, we're a train wreck. Hopefully, at some point, we get better. But I'm also excited about tomorrow, and I'm not going to feel bad about that. You have, to, you have to definitely be a little sick, but I'm the same way. Like, I, I'm ready to go. When I wake up, I'll be ready. We started talking about these races, and I can't wait to shelf <laughs> yeah. ten grand on, on Nick's well, go. Well, like, the thing is, <laughs> yeah, it's just like you know, there's opportunities, and yeah. Oh, I told you guys when we were driving in, I said, well, here we got this beautiful beach over here, and we're going to this damn track, watch these horses walk around in a circle. I mean, we got problems, but we're all here, we're all together. So, <laughs> well, that's like that's the other part of this, okay? Yeah. Like, we got to meet and hang out with. Oh. 40 people today that were so that many people would never be in my life you guys wouldn't be in my life yeah. that, like without this sport yeah and so yeah, yeah there, there's some shit that sucks yeah but, but at the same time it's dispendable income it's yeah. something I enjoy it's something I love and it's something I'm gonna keep doing because of the people that are involved as much as everything else we met so many nice people today and like I said people we never would have met uh, sitting at this table I mean Jared and I wouldn't knew each other but no magic no you no Ryan Stillman or Slim or you know, go on Paul, uh, Ricky, all of them. You go on to everybody. So, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about it. I, everything, 
<laughs> everything like, good as far as um, I mean, well, we talked about this. Like, I my friends are all over the country now because of yeah. racing. Yeah. Not any other reason. Yeah. We're sitting in San Diego because of racing. We, you know, all these places we've been. So, yeah, I mean, it's that's why we continue to try to battle week yeah. after week for the sport. We'll be back. Yep. We'll keep coming back. That's uh, all right. Yeah, we'll be back. We will be back uh, tomorrow after, uh, of course, same time-ish uh, after tomorrow's racing to digest it all with you guys. Hopefully, celebratory <laughs> bullshots. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah. I'll be back tomorrow. Hopefully, Austin will be back. I'll be back. Um, he'll use that $40 that was contributed today, right? Yeah, man, dude. Yeah. <laughs> be better. That's all I got to say. Yep, we're, we're, I'll be back the Thursday for him tomorrow. Jeez. Listen, if Medina wins, I may quit the podcast for a day. <laughs> well, you quit the you podcast quit for life. Yeah, I'm back. I, you guys, quit, he, I, don't know, he, I don't know if it was on air or not last no, night, but wasn't, he, he yeah. quit you the podcast last night. You resigned me in the last minute, yeah. though. Yeah, we got him back, guys. Yeah. You so, put a table yeah. on top of him, and that just <laughs> yeah. got, him, yeah. got him interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was good times. Good times. Yeah. Right. yeah, reaction pod tomorrow, guys. Yeah, yeah. reaction yeah. pod tomorrow, of course. Uh, we'll we'll see how it goes. You know, Hopefully obviously, all you guys are here. Be, I think they'll be here. Especially if Medina Spirit wins Hopefully the race. Hopefully it's a little more upbeat than today. Like, hopefully we don't start with 20 minutes of WTF. What, like, <laughs> what odds would you give me that Nick's go wins as a non-starter? 20 to 1. <laughs> 20 to 1? Wow. That's 3 million to 1. No, but it's not after no, we because saw. If he doesn't start, he's 100% winning because then there's no reason to press him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're running your own race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget Get out of here, dude. I don't yeah. care about you. <laughs> Alright, I'm good. Well, He's an Offerman. He's Mike Salmon. We'll see you guys tomorrow at RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. RacingDudes.com for all of your needs. RacingDudes.com for all of your leads. RacingDudes.com for all of your bets. RacingDudes.com as good as it gets. The horse was out of the pool about four minutes, so putting it back in on a race of this magnitude is simply not an option to be fair to the wagering public.